Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Okay, Sam, I'm getting a voice. Something's coming through. Someone's speaking to me. It's um, it's someone from your past. Someone you oh were very God. close to. Oh, my God. S- someone you are very intimate with. Does the, oh my God. does the name Alan Carr mean anything to you? <laughs> F you is all I can say to that. He's freaky Friday, alive, isn't he? Freaky and freaky fuck you as well. Uh, I say I say a sweet moment and you just throw it back in my face like yesterday, <laughs> like yesterday's cheesecake. <laughs> that was not a sweet moment. If people knew the full story, which you told an edited version of, but yeah, I will, and I'll never, I will, I'll never tell the real one in public. But I will. No, I won't. Of course, I would never do that. <laughs> Don't you dare tell my truth. And it's your truth and not my, tr- not my truth. And I, want not- and I want nothing about the truth. So help me, God. <laughs> nothing but the tea. Um, speaking of Freaky Friday, I've never seen that film. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen both, actually. There's, um, they did one with Lindsay Lohan, I think it was, and uh, Jimmy Lee Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis, yeah. And there's one, and one from the, I think, either late 70s or 70s. I think it's Shelley Long, isn't it? And um, yeah, I've seen both of them. That's a good drag name. Um, didn't there used to be like loads of rumours that Jamie Lee Curtis had a penis? You know, like what people used to say about Lady Gaga. That she was a hermaphrodite, basically. That's what they used to say. Because that's how... I don't even think you were allowed to say hermaphrodite anymore. Especially since I, was, I wanted to be... I wanted to be called hermaf- hermaphrodite. <laughs> but hermaphrodite is an actual thing, isn't it? So what is the... It means you're born with both male and female parts, doesn't it? Is it intersex is another word for it now, is yeah. it? Yeah, I think so. And that's you, isn't it? You're intersex. <laughs> I've just got a plastic groove like a Ken doll. It's it's quite mouldy now, but it's still, yeah, it's still quite... <laughs> you call it a groove, I call it a grave. And I tell people, get into the groove, honestly. And I'm not just quoting Madonna. <laughs> I tell my granny to get into the grave. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't say that on Drag Race because she would call up and get it removed. A la a horror. Well she, well, she wouldn't she wouldn't because she actually is in the grave. And I do feel like she's coming to me now. She says... That's a fine joke. Carry on. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that would be a quite a good parody song. Should we do Into the Grave, the new, the new Madonna remix? <laughs> you say Madonna's gonna. You say Madonna's nearly in the grave. That is ageist. I would never say that. Right. Should we rate this episode? Yep. I'm gonna give it a five. Ooh, I gave a three. So we're both going quite low. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's two threes too little. I do think three is too little, but the thing is, I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves, but um, obviously, you know, Denali's my favourite, so this is her mm. last episode, and I just thought it was a bit bullshit. I know, babes, it's the it's the Denali finale, and you are gutted. I'm in denial of Denali. Um, I just... <laughs> You're in denial of Denali's finale. <laughs> Let me live in Denali, please, a bit longer. But um, the, in in the past, these makeover challenges, they always kind of have weird judging because they, they use them as like a, almost a mechanism mm. to get rid of queens that they don't want to get to the final because oh, right, yeah. the critiques are always all over the shop so I knew that 
trouble was afoot and then I didn't mm. I also didn't find the episode entertaining and as you know I'm hungover so the combination mm. means I'm <laughs> I'm giving it a three I'm afraid <laughs> wait you're using you're using the tactics that I did last week when I was feeling miz about the whole ro- royal situation and docked off a point for that but I put it back on again because you said that I, that I shouldn't bring my mood into the point scoring so I think that means you because of your hang- hangover you have to make it four out of ten all right well I'm a hypocrite I'm a hungry hungry hypocrite <laughs> 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 it's because you've been eating all those marbles. Well, I wouldn't call them marbles, babes. <laughs> I did eat a lot of fajitas yesterday, which <laughs> also has not helped. So, speaking of things that make you feel sick, what did you think of this psychic <laughs> reading that they did on the show? Well, first of all, um, something happens right at the beginning where, um, you know, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it already, where Denali says that she's um, that she's really ready for the win. <laughs> oh, yeah. I th- I'm not, I'm talking, and I was talking, I think she's possibly psychic because, um, you know, that usually means that they're off, doesn't it, really? Well, and later on she says to Rudin, she, I feel like a win is just coming now. And I'm like, mm. on the second watch, that was a bit painful to watch. But um... Um, well, I haven't had a chance to watch it twice because, um, you know, you rushed up, you rushed it. But um, there is... sorry, I did. I do think um, what did I think of the psychic reading? I see. Uh, I think we have discussed this in a podcast. I mean, is there anything we haven't discussed? I, I do. You know, I do believe some I do believe that this is a true thing. Being a medium is um it's a real art, etc. But I don't know whether she said... He says that she's world-renowned. I thought this was just dreadful. I mean, she just goes... She just goes, I'm sensing... I'm sensing a truck. Someone drives a truck. She's asking fucking eight Americans if someone in someone's family drives a fucking truck. And then when <laughs> Tina Burner says... And then when Tina Burner says, yes, it's her dad, like, she then says the crazy thing that... She, she says that, oh, oh my God, they feel they feel bad that they didn't support you being a drag queen and being gay. I mean, that's pretty fucking obvious as well. I mean, ridiculous. Well, especially because obviously, you know, before they get on the show, they do loads, loads of interviews with producers. So I think I'm sure they just gave this fucking woman access to those files and she's just like read through them. Oh, Tina's dead dad didn't like her. We're going to use that. Oh, Tina rimmed Graham Norton. I'm going to bring that up. And then they just like. (laughs) And also also anyone or anyone does a farm ring any bells to anybody. I mean, come on. It's so vague. And there's Utica there smelling of manure. Like, yes, actually, yeah, yeah. I grew up on a farm. Yeah, looking, looking like a giraffe. Pootica. And, um, <laughs> but I just thought if they're going to do this psychic thing, a bit like on Canada's Drag Race, mm. they could do it in more comedic fashion. It just felt a bit mm. weird to go from the fun of Drag Race to then, like, channeling someone's dead dad. I just thought it was yeah. a bit of a shift in tone that I wasn't really expecting. And I thought it was quite uh, almost exploitative and I just didn't really like it. It made me a bit I, uncomfortable. I didn't, well, I didn't feel uncomfortable. The only uncomfortable I felt is that I just thought it was out of place. It wasn't particularly very good. I certainly wouldn't go to her like after I'd seen that. So I just thought it was a bit of a waste of time, really. She's called Shartmark Golis. Shartmark Golis. <laughs> well, she sharted all over the place in this scenario. She did clock that um, Rose, Rose and Denali uh, fancy each other, so I appreciated that, and that Candy doesn't like Rose. But if, but if you'd have asked any one producer if there was any kind of romantic liaison with any of them, they would have just told her. So I think it reeks. It does. It reeks. And also, and also, I'm so I'm sensing that they're like, <laughs> she's on Drag Race. I'm sensing that they're. There was some tension between a couple of queens, maybe at the beginning. Oh my God, she is amazing. Tension between <laughs> some of the queens at the beginning. Oh my God. And then also, and also I thought Candy, when Candy was like, basically said there was tension between the two of them because Rosé was boring and then she upped her game and then, then there was no tension anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> 
I'm sensing that some of you in here like to wear wigs and maybe makeup. Is that any of you? All of you. Oh, wow. I'm really oh, good I at am this. So, I'm so good at this. Somebody give me a shard. <laughs> <laughs> Did I already tell you the story about when I went to see a psychic? No. Oh, you might have done, but remind me. My friend Chloe, who is the reason for this hangover I've got today, she, for one birthday, got me a psychic reading and we went together and the woman told me that I was going to marry a woman. And then... Oh, yeah, you told me. I had to sit through the rest of it like, well, this is pointless. I know. The thing is, as well, it's a lot to do with um, suggestion. Do you know what I mean? And like, uh, and so you, they take suggestions from you, like from body language or from, you know, things like that, where you've come from, etc. So the fact that she couldn't tell you a gay anyway, I mean, would you come in and go, all right, darling, all right, darling, yeah, I guess you're reading. <laughs> well, I was wearing heels and I put my butt plug <laughs> on the table, so I couldn't have made it more obvious. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they also blame the sharp Margolis for um, the pairings. They say that she's put them together because for the makeover challenge because they're all going to make each other up, which is quite a clever way to get around the fact that because of the pandemic, they couldn't really have the usual guests in. Yeah, yeah. That's why we've got Lonnie Love again. <laughs> for the hundredth time. Oh, no. But it's also an opportunity for producers to get rid of people sneakily. So who would you have wanted to make over if you were in the competition? I think, yeah, Got Mick, because uh, Got Mick always has the same sort of style each week. I'd like to have done her really sort of, you know, super glam, draggy, sort of like Tamisha style. Do you know what I mean? Like old school. Yeah, definitely. Because she's got the the great goods to work with, hasn't she? Mm. And she's easy to do something mm. different. And I also would want her to make me over because she's got the signature makeup and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you'd look amazing. I think she's, I think she, yeah, it's great. Are you su- suggesting I don't look amazing now? Cause you're right. I think, I I think look you'd rough. look really, <laughs> well, from what you've told me, you know, off air, I, w- I would imagine that you don't look your best. <laughs> no, you're lucky. This isn't a video call. Cause you would be <laughs> struggling <laughs> to get through this. Um, Sam, have you, I'd never even heard of BAPS. Have you seen it? The film BAPS. Yeah, that they reference in this. Yeah, I have I have seen it, but I saw it such a long time ago. Again, it is quite. It is. Um, I think it didn't really do very well over here. It's. I think it's. It's quite early nineties. Um, has it got Halle Berry in it, hasn't it? Yeah, they say that. So I wondered if maybe it's one of her really older films. It's sort of like. Um, I mean, it is really fun, but it's very much of that kind of humor at the time, like um, Barbershop, that sort of thing. Uh, it's it's a comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it sounds up my street. I'd like to watch that. Um, so that's Simone's inspiration for Utica. Oh, I haven't even said who they're paired with. So Utica's with Simone, Rosé's with Tina, Got Mix with Candy, and Denali is with Olivia. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, Simone wants to do a BAPS-inspired look for Utica, but then she thinks it's inappropriate <laughs> again and doesn't want to be appropriating, so I'm surprised she's not dusting the squirrels off to get them back on. And it's like, <laughs> I'm wait, sorry. Did, wait, did, um, I, m- I must have missed that bit. You, so Utica says she doesn't want to do it. She said she didn't... I missed it on the first watch for some reason. I think I was drifting off. Again, three out of ten episode. But she said she didn't think it was appropriate to wear clothes that were inspired by a black film. Oh, my God, Utica! And it's like, for fuck's sake, have you not learned from last time? Like, you're just being annoying now. I find... I'm, I don't mean to be shady, but I just am starting to find Utica really annoying and I really want her to leave because she's creeping yeah, me out, actually. I'm finding her annoying as well. And all the very... I'm, the breathiness is quite annoying. Like, yeah, you just put it. You just 
put it in your mouth and then you've got a decolletage piece and then you've got this and it's like <laughs> oh, oh that's creepy and it's not ASMR it's just grank and also um and when she's like and she's like I just want to make her ups looks you know perfection totally Utica a walking piece of art all right babes you know you think much of yourself <laughs> yeah, she's like. Did you ever used to watch Hey Arnold? And there's that man, that boy who was always behind Helga, breathing heavily. And then she, he reminds me of that. She reminds me. I just or, or the or the pedo from Family Guy. Oh yeah. Hey, hey. hi, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Simone. He did a version of um, Somewhere That's Green from Little Shop of Horrors because their voices sound the same and it's so funny. I love it. (laughs) So Candy and Mick think they're at a disadvantage because of their size difference. And I love that Candy says, to the eye, we're not the same size. I'm like, to to the eye, that's, that's, yeah, what? (laughs) As opposed to what? I know, I know. They smell the same size. It's like, what does that mean? Candy also said something as well that was very subtle. You had to like, I was like, wait, I had to rewind it. She goes, um, she goes, oh, she talks about mannerisms. Yeah, she, she means, did say mannerisms. She means mannerism. It's not pronounced like aneurysm, yeah? It's mannerism. <laughs> and you can't blame that on the lisp, Candy. <laughs> She's just afraid of having an aneurysm. Although maybe she can blame it on the fact she also has goat's mouth, which is a term I've never heard of. Have you heard of this? No, and I want it. <laughs> so it apparently means... If you say something's going to happen, then it happens. So like oh. the like visualising, uh, manifesting things. But I don't know why, what the link to goats are. Because they go, if... <laughs> so, so they get what they, well, they want people to go away. They make that noise <laughs> and then it happens. So I guess maybe that's what it, where it comes from. I think, it's, I think it's because of something to do with the fact that, I mean, have you seen Drag Me to Hell? Drag Me to Hell. Um... Such a good horror film. You have to have seen it. Alison Lohman. It's a um. It's Sam Raimi directed it. It's like she she gets a curse and then she there's something to do with a button. Some like a woman curses her and some anyway. It's really good. But like in it, there's um because it's an old trope that um that the devil shows himself as a goat sometimes. So it might be. Oh yeah. yeah, and the and there a film called like Men Who Stare at Goats or something. Yeah, that's actually not related. That's <laughs> that's just to do. I think that's about farming. Yeah, I don't know why I went down that direction. Um, <laughs> Sam, I have to just say this: Have you seen the Invisible Man, the new one last year, starring Elizabeth Moss? Uh, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. It's fucking amazing, isn't it? I was yeah. on the edge of my seat. I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. invested. She was brilliant. Aroused. I was around. I mean, he was kind of hot actually. I just absolutely loved it. It's on Now TV, our new sponsor. No, they're not. But um, I would recommend <laughs> watching Sounded it. like it. <laughs> I just think we need to get as much pleasure as we can these days. And watching that film gave me lots of pleasure. Well, do you know what? I, I've watched two films this week that um this last, yeah, this last week. Um, I watched Coming to America 2. And, um, oh, is that I out got, now? I thought it was coming out. out. Uh, no, I friggin' loved it. I would suggest uh, you get pissed or stoned before you watch it because it really adds to it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I was quite pissed. A friend in America said he, he was he was he, like he lives in Los Angeles, so um, it's okay to be stoned there. It's illegal. I mean, it's legal. Uh, You're not said, there though. He, he said I'm not there. I wasn't stoned. I was pissed. Uh, but it was really, <laughs> fu- but it was really funny. If you love the first one, I mean, because loads. Of, like, I had a one star review in the Evening Standard 
standard like oh, really lazy film like I mean there are some really stupid jokes in it but like if you're in the right headspace and you get a stupid joke like that you piss yourself do you know what I mean like it's sort of it reminds me a bit of um you know Barb and Star like I mean if you looked at it from <laughs> if you looked at it with a critical eye like you weren't gonna like stupid stuff you'd think it was ridiculous and crap but like um, it's like it's a bit like that well, that's the thing with comedy. Like, it doesn't always have to be clever. Like, you see someone fall over oh. and you laugh. It's not like a comedic <laughs> genius. It's just, it's funny. And sometimes you just want to laugh at something stupid. Yeah. But I only saw the original recently and I did love it. So I'm quite late to the party. So it's good yeah. that I already can watch the sequel. I will do that very soon. Yes. And I also watched um, Raya and the Last Dragon, the new Disney film that was on uh, Disney Plus, which I had to fork out £20 to watch despite having Disney Plus already. God, I paid £15 for Barb and Star as well. It's crazy, isn't it? You pay more than you would to go to the fucking cinema to watch it on a phone. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you watch Barb and Star on a phone? I did. I'm so lazy sometimes I can't even be bothered to turn the iPad on. I'll just well, watch it on my phone. <laughs> you, can't blame, you can't blame Barb and Star for that then. <laughs> and it's even smaller than my phone because I do the thing where you put it in the corner of the screen, you know, really small so I can still carry on messaging people. So it's like I'm basically not watching the film. It's just like a stamp on my phone <laughs> why would you pay 15 quid and then do that i have no idea there's something wrong with me <laughs> and you're just and you're just extolling the virtues of getting the, as much pleasure as you can during these difficult times and you've just basically you know chopped your own arms off for that <laughs> i'm a hungry hungry hypocrite i told you <laughs> you are you are so hungry do you know what really pissed me off um utica having the nerve to ask rupaul what she thought of the lip sync as if, like, she'd done something absolutely spectacular and wanted extra praise for it. And it's yeah. like, bitch, you're not Coco Montrese. You just no. did a fine lip sync. Now yeah. let it go. It wasn't... But she said, she says at the beginning, though, she was like, I just, I mean, I just came off that lip sync and I'm reinvigorated. Ugh. Elliot gave up. That's why you won. Like, most of the other queens would have sent you home. Let's not forget that, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And even RuPaul was like, bitch, what are you asking me? She was like, well, you're still here. What more do you want? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have to say that's why my family say about me sometimes especially with my cooking like I'll make something and I'll be like so what do people think and then and then, and then, and then people tell and then people tell me and then afterwards like later on in the, in the night you're like oh so that meal eh <laughs> anyone else highlights marks out of ten marks you're out handing of, out the cards like come yeah. down with me <laughs> marks out of ten for the aubergine <laughs> I have to admit I'm exactly the same the rare occasion I cook for my partner I, I'll i ask him did you like it he'll say yes and then a minute later I'll be like did you really like it well, like, what did you like about it can you give me more like, f-? so actually I am a bit like that but I wouldn't ask RuPaul I mean winning the lip sync no. is enough you don't need to be then told like that it was amazing yeah, exactly. And it wasn't that amazing. No, I mean it was. I mean, she was. It was good for the physicality. That was really fun. But um, wait, you just got us reviewing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> stupid skinny bitch. <laughs> I thought it was stupid that Denali partnered with Olivia was getting Olivia to pretend to skate but in heels. I thought that was a bit of a weird decision. I was like, either put her in skates or maybe just ignore the skating thing. And that's sort of like what you do. I don't know, like, I've, like you just sort of do that, like you, you mess around. Like, imagine I'm on skates. Look, huh? Pretend, pretend. You don't actually then do it on the runway. That's so odd. I thought it was very odd. Um, and then Got Mick, she gives a bit of explanation, which actually I found very interesting because talking about femininity and masculinity, because mm-hmm. obviously you'd usually expect anyone trans to kind of go to the extreme end of masculinity yeah, if you're exactly. trans man or femininity yeah. but as she rightly mm. points out like 
in in life cis people aren't like that people have, mm. are a mixture of masculine and feminine so why mm. when you be trans can you not hold on to mm. some elements of that so i thought that was made or me look like, at it in a different or, way yeah exactly or you know you might you might be trans but you feel like you're you know quite an effeminate man in a in a woman's body there's no there's no reason to say that just because you're trans it means like because you want to be super butch so there's no i mean everybody yeah. everybody is different and i think this is another really good example of that and i love the fact that comic when comic explains it again we're sort of like learning different stuff which i think is brilliant yeah definitely having someone like got on the tv i think is letting a lot of people learn stuff mm. even like Mm. old gays like us who should should know, <laughs> should know it all by now um, I, I definitely know i'll tell you what i do know though is the fact that i was i was really quite laughing a lot when uh, tina burner gets that um gets that tina red burger, and orange, tina burger tina burger gets that red and orange like power ranger villain outfit out <laughs> <laughs> i mean like and she's like she's like oh my god it's fully rhinestoned like trying to make out like it's actually nice when it is an abortion of a piece of clothing. <laughs> it was horrible. And you could see Rosé's heart just breaking. Like, please don't make me wear that. Rosé doesn't have the best taste herself. But <laughs> I, know, just... I know. And then you see the makeup as well. And you're like, whoa. Let's face it. None of us would want to be paired with Tina Burger, would we? No, I, mean, no. I actually like the colour red. So I guess that's <laughs> one blessing. But unless, and, and unless we had a lot of Tina and a lot of burgers. <laughs> oh god i'll be sick um <laughs> Ru- rupaul switched it up a bit this week on the runway she was wearing almost like an exposed red bra it was quite a sexy outfit for her um i didn't like it sorry i thought it looked um i don't i don't like faux nude bits you know because it's, it's, it was just a bit of pink material in, the, in in a shape of a triangle i know what you mean it was very not her but i appreciate when she does something different but i i agree yeah no i agree well also that is you are being an again a bit of a um a bit of a bit of a hungry hungry hypocrite because when she was doing <laughs> when she was doing different stuff with the designing with the, using different designers last year you slagged it off every time <laughs> i did uh should we <laughs> should we do a hit or shit i'm gonna give it a hit this one yeah, I'll give it a hit because it, it. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't look horrible. I just. I, it's just my personal preference not to like a you know a nude bit of material. I was gonna not do hit and shit on these makeovers because it's more of a maxi challenge than a runway. So I think yeah. we're just gonna discuss them without yeah. the rating system, um, okay. if that's okay. So what did that's you make fine. of <laughs> what did you make of Rose as Tina Burger? <laughs> well, I mean, I was. Do you know what? Shocked. And saddened. No, I was just, I was just quite shocked that of all the times to use the red and yellow or the red and orange, now was the time, and they didn't do it. Absolutely, this is the one time where you go with your signature colours. It's a branding challenge, and it's the there was a red wig, but the outfits were the least red, orange, and yellow she's had, unless she's fucking used them all up at this point. Know, and it was it hideous. So it should have been, been like it should have been something sort of. Gross and PVC, yellow and red. She should have looked like fucking Ronald McDonald. Um, and they didn't. They didn't do that. I just. It was just so bizarre. Yeah, I thought it was awful. And mm-hmm. Tina as Rose. Um, I thought. Just wear tool. Th- wear tool. Or wear pink. <laughs> Again, not going with the obvious choice. This is the challenge that you do the obvious. I did think yeah. her face, as the judges said, looked a lot better. And I liked her face and hair. Yeah. But the outfit, I just thought, was shit. Yeah, and I, I wonder if they maybe should have been in the bottom, actually. But then 
Yeah. Olivia is Denali. <laughs> luckily for Olivia and Denali. I mean, luckily for, <laughs> luckily for them, I mean, then came Olivia and Denali. Well, the thing with Olivia and Denali is I think Denali as um, Olivia was awful, but I thought Olivia's Denali wasn't that bad. No, I thought, so, she, I thought she was quite good. And um, she did, she did, she almost got it right. The um, Denali walk down the centre, do you know what I mean? Where she does that sort of like a specific kind of stomp. Do you know what I mean? She does that catwalk stomp down the middle. Yeah. And, um, and she she sort of did that. So I think, you know, props to Olivia for um, getting that right. But, um, I mean, it was clear to see that Olivia, Olivia fucked over Denali good and proper this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a weird one, this challenge. It's a bit of a head fuck for me because obviously you're judging the Queen, mm. but not the Queen who... God, I'm giving myself a headache. Yeah, the, the, judging the other queen for how good the result is, but obviously the queen yeah. herself then executes it with the walk and the. So yeah. it's kind of a mixture, but kind of not. Um, mm. So I see why they were judged in pairs, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Denali as Olivia, her face looked awful. Like the makeup mm-hmm. job was terrible. I mean, she really just looked like a man. She looked more more of a man than she looks out of drag. Um, and and more more like all the like one of the things. That... Denali always looks beautiful on the runway and you yeah. know, she and she is got feminine bone structure and stuff off the runway. This just yeah, you're right, just looked like a, a just like a bad man in drag. Big butch lesbian. And she didn't even yeah. give even her the that. tiny purse mm-hmm. again. Not the one time it was appropriate. Oh my god, the tiny purse! Yeah, of course, and the whole and the whole like, you know, gazelle sort of neck and you know, and that sort of you know, that sort of look. I mean, what Jesus, you're right. And the wig, I mean I mean, maybe this is another appropriation thing, but they didn't want to put an af one of Olivia's afros on Denali, who's Mexican. But I mean it just didn't look like a Even though man, even though white even though white man can have an afro and also Denali is white, so that doesn't work. Is is Denali white? I don't know. No, no, she's Mexican. You can't just ask people if they're white, Karen. She's <laughs> <laughs> She's Mexican. She said it. I didn't think Mexican was white. I can't deal with what's white and what's not today. I said she's not white. She's Mexican. Oh, sorry. I misheard. (laughs) (sighs) I hope I wasn't appropriating by eating those fajitas yesterday, by the way. But we might have to edit that out. Um, So what did you think of Simone as Utica? Brilliant. But again, I mean, she looked really good. Um, She was doing the movement. She could have gone way more on the facial mugging. I mean, that was like, that's a moment to really do that fucking, the fucking Utica huge mallet. She 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 did it a little bit, but she could have done it way more. Do you know what I mean? Way more. I loved her delivery of this outfit. I feel like mm. if anyone else had worn it, it wouldn't have worked, but Simone really sold it, so yeah, did, I really yeah, liked yeah. it. Um, and Utica as Simone, this was the only one where I was like, everyone loved it. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was, like, amazing. And I th- I really liked it. You're just saying it because you don't like Utica anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I really don't like her now, and I can't really hide it anymore. <laughs> I feel like it's just spewing out of me. <laughs> oh, you were... And not for the first time in 24 hours. Uh, I think that I think that it was nice, you know, because clearly Utica was acting. She she shows us that she doesn't have to do that face the whole time because she actually looked lovely and you know and she looked graceful and it was different and it just and I think she did say that when they were getting the critiques and I think that um, you know maybe she should take that on board and try that another time that you don't always have to do that ridiculousness. Absolutely, and I agree with what Rue said, which is that um, she did seem taller and like straighter mm. and just yeah, yeah, 
Definitely not straighter. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think she nailed... I mean, Simone has the most iconic walk, I would say, on the runway. Mm. And she mm. seemed to do it all right in rehearsal, but then she, I didn't think she did it on the main stage, which is mm. was really an opportunity to... Nerves, I bet it was because she was scared of, like, appropriating again, because it's quite a sassy, yeah. like, walk. But I think Ugh. she should have done that. Grown. What did you make of Gottmika's candy, Muse? I didn't like it at all. I thought, I, like, again, like, I mean, I don't know why they were going on about... I mean, she, yeah, she's fine. She was a bit... Wow, wow. Um, she did a bit of that. But um, <laughs> other than that, like, you know, that wasn't... that. I didn't think that was a signature uh, Candy Muse look at all. I don't think... I mean, yeah, I don't think it was to do with the way either. I think... Um, there was no padding in there. I don't, and like you could have, I'm not saying padding is in wear a fat suit, but padding is so <laughs> that it, I mean, so padding so that it, you know, there's there's curves and a lot. No, I don't. I I didn't agree with the judges at all. I thought it. I thought it didn't work. I thought she looked good, but I agree with you. I didn't get. I wouldn't have guessed if I'd seen that picture. That's Candy Muse. No way. No way. To, padding no would have worked, and mm. I agreed with what Denali said, which is that like if you wear flames, I mean, obviously that is Martina Burner, and mm. I know. That doesn't mean anyone can never wear them again, but in a branding mm. challenge, some, mm. why would you wear anything that could be confused with another queen? It's an yeah, odd exactly. choice. And it, clearly, and it clearly hits a nerve with, with Candy. <laughs> I love that bit. We'll get to that. What yeah. did you make, think, may think of Candy as Mick? Uh, brilliant. I mean, if we're going to give it a hit, a hit or a shit, it was definitely a hit. I thought it, I thought it should look fantastic and you could, like, I mean... But I think the good thing is, I mean, the lucky thing for Gottmik is that there's that signature makeup style. Do you know what I mean? There's a signature sort of style throughout it. And I think um, even though, obviously, it looked like an appropriation of of her look onto Candy Muse, which was exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, it's easy when you've got signature makeup to do the makeover mm, challenge. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. she did it well. So props to her. Mm-hmm. So they're getting judged as pairs, which is like already... I'm feeling nervous because I'm just like, it doesn't seem very fair that you could end up in the bottom because of someone else's performance, which well, is what I think ends up happening. Yeah, I agree. But can I, can I just point out that they, um, that's whoever does the, whoever does the, um, the writing, somebody said uh, nipples of the windows to the soul. On Again, we heard that last, we heard that on UK Drag Race. Oh yeah, they did. Oh dear. So it's funny when you hear it, when you hear somebody else say it. I know it, it needed Bimini delivering that one. Yeah. Nipples are the oh what is that the window of the face? Oh no, I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes of the face. She said, "Is it?" Something I can I never get know. it right. <laughs> um, so, who was your favourite? I would say, I thought Gottmik did the best, but I was um, fine with Utica and Simone winning. I think I was. I I thought they were going to give it to. Um, Candy and Gottmik and I didn't want them to because I don't think Candy did enough good enough job at all. So I Agreed. was re- I was really pleased with who I I wanted it to be those two because because ultimately ultimately they did do the best job. And Candy did shave her ass, which we didn't get to see, which was a, a rare highlight. I was quite relieved about that. <laughs> I, I know exactly. I, when I think of a, a hairy ass on um, on Drag Race, I can only ever think of Jenny Lemon now and me <laughs> and you and you yes. Hairy ass, ass. Look at my hairy ass. Um, So who do you think deserves to be in the bottom? Are we both on the Rosé and Berger train? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think, um, yeah, I think Tina Berger and Rosé lucked out because, yeah, thinking about Denali and um, Olivia does such a shit job. Well, I don't think it should have been, it makes sense why they're judged as pairs, but I think Olivia should have been in the bottom with Mm. Tina 
Um, yeah, you're right because actually Denali did a better. Denali did quite a stand-up job making her look like Denali. You're right. Okay, yeah. So they ask all the queens who they think deserves to go home, and they almost all say Olivia, apart oh. from um, Denali, who goes for Candy because she's because she makes the Tina Burger comment, and then we get Candy mm. popping off. I know. She's like, I didn't know Tina Burner owned flames. You'll never see her on the runway like a whole flawless. Just my opinion, and it's <laughs> I sounded more like Cartman then. But. The judges are entertained by it. I have to admit, Candy's kind of growing on me a little bit, even though I just mm. liked her off. I feel like her personality since Tamisha left is more easy to like. She's not being as combative. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree with you. Um, you know, Utica's... In this week's charts, Utica is down to at number four. In the chart chart. Oh, we should do that. And, can, and Candy, Candy Muse goes up to number three. With just not being a cunt as much. <laughs> you watch so much Top of the Box too. I love I it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, from Top of the Pops 2 to the bottom 2, which this week stars <laughs> Denali versus Olivia. And they are lip syncing to Praise You by Mary Mary, which I obviously love this song. Who doesn't? Do you know why they're called Mary Mary? Because there's two of them. No, it's because uh, it's Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus and Mary Magdalene from the Bible. That is clever. I never knew that. Mm, so they're, 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 kind they're really of, quite religious. <laughs> well, they're kind of a one-hit wonder, aren't they? They are a, a Christian oh, yeah. band. And this mm. was probably year 2000, I would say. I, I remember yeah. when it came out and it was top five in the UK. And Loved it. Great song. It's one of RuPaul's favourite songs. And it was actually a lip sync on season one of Drag Race for that reason. And Chanel oh. lip synced against Rebecca Glasscock and went home shaking her ass to it. So <laughs> they're actually starting to reuse a lot more songs now as lip syncs. So I hope that means maybe Bad Romance will be used again one day. Because <laughs> not been done justice yet. And Vogue as well, which was an all right lip sync. But I think Vogue deserves a really, really good lip sync. And they need to do 911 as well. Oh, yeah, that's not, that's not, would be really good. Not the boy band. <laughs> Card in the middle. That's A1. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> 911, uh, what is it? I'm going to love you a little bit more. <laughs> Oh, is that another level? No. Oh, I don't know. Another, it's another A1. It's, an, it's another A1-1. <laughs> A1 I used to have as a poster, but on the other, it was a flip poster where the other side was Britney Spears. So I'd have the Britney poster so it looked like I fancied Britney, and then when everyone got to bed, I turned it around and then had A1 on the other side. And that's what I would masturbate to. No, not really. <laughs> I was four years old. No. I don't think you can masturbate to a poster, can you? Trust me, you can. <laughs> if you get the hole in the right place. No. Um, <laughs> that isn't masturbating to a poster. That's, you, that's, you, that's using it as a sex aid. That's fucking a poster. Let's just call a spade a <laughs> yeah. spade, shall we? Um, so who did you think... What did you think of the lip sync? Yeah, I really liked it. I think it was... Um, I mean, it wasn't amazing. Again, it fits with my five out of ten. It was... Um, it was it was passable. I think uh, yeah, I think Olivia was better. I think you know Denali Denali gave it gave it you know some some good moves, but ultimately it was Olivia. I think they were both quite similar. It's quite a hard mm. song to lip sync to, and it's a shame that <clears throat> it's not a song you can do a huge amount of dancing to. Mm. Like it's not Wasn't a ballad, Denali but... the one that did the amazing one early when she was dressed as a bird. Yeah, she did the hundred percent pure love lip sync that I've been watching ever since i watched it again today oh no so you must have been expecting something out of this world 
Well, I said there's no way anyone's going to be able to send Denali home in a lip sync unless it's a slower song. And even though this song's not slow, it's also not a dance song. And yeah. then, obviously, Denali was put in a dress, which restricted her movement. And some mm-hmm. people are even saying online, did Olivia purposely give her, knowing they were going to end up lip syncing, oh a dress yeah, she couldn't maybe. dance in? I don't think she's that conniving, so I think that's no, a bit of a I conspiracy. Yeah. But it was a shame. I just feel like everything went against Denali this week, and she had really bad luck. And that's why... Mm. I do think Olivia maybe was slightly better in the lip sync, although it was obviously edited to show her more. So we didn't really see mm. what Denali was doing. Yeah. But, um, and Olivia has two wins and Denali only has one. But I really feel like Denali was getting so much momentum in the competition. She's been mm. high in Snatch Game and the Improv Challenge. And yeah. um, she's doing really well. And I just felt like she could still win and do a bimini and like start getting wins later in the competition yeah no i agree and she had i mean she had a face like a slapped ass at the end there because she did not think she was going home she didn't think she should have gone home i agree she shouldn't have gone home it was a horror all over again it was and it's annoying because if they hadn't fucking used the double save on um candy muse which they shouldn't have oh, yeah then they could have done it this week because those these are two queens who i think could go to the finale and, yeah and they both did a good lip sync that's when you use it but they've already mm. fucking wasted it on this never-ending season and i'm just <laughs> gutted to see denali going because i really feel like she gave me winner energy and mm. i think it's a real waste of opportunity to let her go at this stage yeah, I agree. Um, and I think um, just the whole episode was a bit dull and a bit boring. And I just think, you know, the fact that even at the end of a dull, boring episode, we lost somebody that we actually thought was really good just adds to the crap. So <laughs> this week. Should we, do you want to come down to a four out of ten and I'll go up? So, or should yeah. we stay separate? Yeah, no, no, I'll do that. Let's go to a four out of ten. I think that's fair. Um, so Denali gives a big speech before she goes, very diplomatic, mm-hmm. and says, I'm the skater with a lot of class and a lot of ass. And <laughs> yeah, so now my morning begins for Denali. And I, I have to admit, I'm going to be less invested in this season. Mm-hmm. But we have got something to be excited about, because do you know what's happening on Thursday? <gasps> it is the final! Drag Race UK final, and we will be... Oh, wait, oh, wait oh, aren't they going to have a, um, a recap first, though? Oh, are they? Well, oh, maybe. Maybe it's not the finale. Have I just I lied? I bet it isn't the finale. Denali that was, finale. That was Denali. <laughs> let's, call the, <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> oh, I really should know that, really, shouldn't I? But um, <laughs> Yes. Let's. If it's the finale, we'll be here on Friday morning. And if it's not, well, we'll still be here. So we'll see you then. <laughs> and let's click it out. Thanks for listening, guys.